everybody and welcome back to Simple Answers, the all-new podcast from the 1787 Media Network. And uh, I have Kyle in the bunker with me. And of course, if you're watching YouTube, Mr. Gerard will be in the Google Hangouts big old festive box above our heads. Um, but if, uh, if you're listening just on the, the old MP3 in your car via SoundCloud, you'll hear his soft, sultry voice, right? Of course, as always. <laughs> See if we can get a rise out of him this time. <laughs> oh no, I picked a couple topics that will definitely get a rise out of him today. Am I gonna have to be the mediator again? Yeah. Oh no, not that bad. Okay. Not, that's like the lost hidden episode that we're gonna view way later. Get up, we have to. The bloopers real. <laughs> just, just from all the, the, the fist pounding on the table. <laughs> yeah, you do enough fist pounding on the table. <laughs> Like I got, I actually got coasters now for the table, so we don't clink our glasses. I, I need to get you a big down pillow so it goes foof. <laughs> um, but as always, guys, the biggest way to support the channel and our growth as you know providers of information is to subscribe to our YouTube channel and every bit of uh, social media and networking that we do and. I, I wanted to see if you guys would agree with me, um, but I wanted to coin a phrase for our followers because we we are growing in followers, and like our Facebook has almost 500 followers now, and and the the YouTube is like significantly behind that. So I want to try and boost the people from Facebook and bring them over to YouTube, right? So I was thinking instead of followers, why don't we call all of the people that follow us the 1787 Army? There you go. Right? So, everyone that is already subscribed, thank you. You are now a, you know, uh, I guess, first inaugural member of the 1787 Army. Uh, yeah, you're a soldier. Yeah, right. You're you're the soldier of freedom, more or less. Um, and all the liberals that troll us, if there are people that troll us, we are not gonna like shoot up the government i just want to throw that out there um so uh if you haven't subscribed or followed any of our social media facebook um youtube and soundcloud you can follow you can find us at 1787 media net um uh, network on all of those and uh at twitter is 1787 media net so with that here is my rising um I guess you want to say PBA announcement of, I don't know what you'd say, revolution. Mm. I guess now that I'm saying we're not, you know, joining an army and taking over the government, but they're, they're saying it's militaristic now. I'm, I'm starting to be afraid. Um, I will say, and and by no means is this podcast sponsored or anything by. Uh, what I'm about to say, but um, I went out and actually joined the Convention of States. Uh, you can go there, and it's all about Article 5. It's conventionofstates.com, and you can actually go there and you know sign your own name to the petition, and they actually send a letter to your state representative. So the guy that runs your district in the Assembly, the Senate, uh, your governor – just to push for your state to ratify a bill saying New York or wherever you may be 
um, that hasn't ratified an Article 5 bill for the con Convention of States pushes for it. Um, yeah, so I, I thought that was an interesting thing. Any of our followers should do it. If you guys haven't done it already, you guys should do it. Um, every bit of support helps. So moving on from that, now that all the, the brushwork and foundation is laid for today's episode, I wanted to actually get to the, the meat and potatoes of what we're actually going to be talking about today. Um, we have a study um, which I thought was absolutely ridiculous. It, it totally shows the the downfall of our school society, um, as well as I want to touch on uh, Schumer and his smoking pot. And then we're also going to be talking about the, the Toronto uh, truck incident that yeah. happened as of yesterday from when we're recording this, uh, uh, this podcast. So to start off, uh, I want to first go into this, this Holocaust study. And um, if I bring it up here, um, it was actually conducted, I believe, let's see, by uh, the Conference on Jewish Material Claims Against Germany. And they inferred or found out um, that 22% of surveyed millennials are completely unaware or unsure of what the Holocaust is. Now there's yeah. more statistics, but I want to hear your guys' thoughts on that first off. Like here's a global historical event that happened where well, six like, million know, plus people it, died. History is just so boring. And like I'm just I, I could tell you who was on American Idol five times three years ago, but history's just so boring, you know, it's just it's just it's just not relevant to me anymore. You know, I gotta I got to make sure I get to the Justin Bieber concert and go see Luke Bryan. And is Justin Bieber yeah. even still relevant? I know you don't even know who he is, but I do know who Justin Bieber is. Believe it or not, but I just think it's a good, uh, good reason why kids shouldn't be allowed to have cell phones in school. Yeah, they might pay a little bit more attention if they weren't scrolling through Facebook. It, it, you know, it's it's one of those things, and and the more that I tell you about this. Um, we'll go, we'll go on even further into the study is it said 66% of the millennials, um, that they surveyed and 41% of the, uh, adults that they surveyed also didn't know what Auschwitz was. Yeah. Now, and this, this is, it's like, this is what they're after. This is why they're, they're screwing the school systems. This is why they're, they're changing the curriculums. This is where all your common core comes in. This is where everything else comes in. As long, if you can get all this kind of stuff out of the people's minds, then you can go back and make it all happen again. You know what I, I want to do? Maybe we'll conservatives with Jews. Right. You know? I want to get rid of the public education system. I'd love to get rid of public education. It's garbage and tenured teachers who don't care or don't have to worry about getting fired, don't care about their job, don't care about doing the right thing, don't mm -hmm. care about teaching kids, so... Nowhere, nowhere in the Constitution that says you have a right to life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, and an education. Right, right, right. And and to think when the Constitution was written, most of your your everyone was homeschooled at that point yeah. with tutors and or just family if you even went to school. And if you were a tradesman, you went and did an apprenticeship, and that was your schooling. Mm. You know, you learned yeah. from the master. Um, private schools just kick ass. So let me, let me in, in, in rile you even more. So 
as I previously said, it's it's a known historical fact. Six million Jews were were slaughtered in the Holocaust. Um, but the study actually found that one third of the people that were uh, surveyed uh, actually thought that two million or fewer Jews were actually killed under the Holocaust. So now you, you have a four million difference. It's like well, it's and, unbelievable. And even the even the six million, you know, it, 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 those are that's counting the Jews. He they exterminated special needs people. They exterminated gays. Oh yeah. You know anybody anybody that that didn't fit into their worldview. Right. Was, the Aryan was eliminated. So. Yeah, it's it's actually really it's really sad that we've gotten to the uh the point in the development of, you know, our education system and just our country in general and the world the world culture that these things are just being swept under the rug like, oh yeah, they didn't happen. You know, Hitler was fine. Um you know, nothing to see here. It's almost like you're jingle the keys, you know, it's like, Oh, jingle the keys over here. And while we talk about Russia over there. No, it's the same thing. And it's all about, like I said, if you get it out of their minds as a, as a, as a society, you know, the next generation will probably be even fewer that know what, what went on. Right. Um, I mean, I just, I'd just i like to see the control group of the study and the age group, you know, because they could say, like, X percent of millennials don't know about it, but they ask, like, five-year-olds who haven't learned about the Holocaust yet, you know, so I just wonder, right. and I wonder I what think, the validity yeah. is. Of, yeah. Right, and, and every study, you know, you have to learn those those specifics. It was just, it was an interesting thing that I, that I heard that I was like, huh, well, this is kind of sad, yeah. you know, overall. Um, but moving on to a, a, uh, a, a happier, higher note, um, pun intended, what, uh, what do you guys think Schumer wants to introduce? Um, now I will say Chuck Shoe, you know, Chuck U Schumer, um, wants to, uh, introduce this, uh, legalized pot at the federal level legislation. Yeah. And I mean, uh, that's the only thing I probably agree with Schumer on. Um, so I don't have an issue with it. It'd be cool if they legalized it federally and gave the decision back to the states as to whether or not they wanted to legalize it, like you were telling me. Cause, uh, right. And from what I've read on this, he, he wants to, you know, you know, find a way to regulate it and, you know, do a couple different things with it, but also yeah. uh, make it legal at the federal level, but also make it okay for the uh, states themselves to say no 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 we don't want that it's still going to be illegal here yeah i don't know i mean if they could just do like sobriety tests for people driving i guess that'd be the only thing that i'm concerned about because back in my days when i may or may not have smoked the devil's lettuce i used to smoke all the time and drive and uh i mean i was fine but i knew people that i wouldn't trust behind the wheel of a car right you know? gerard no i'm 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 all for it too uh you know, my stand, I, I, I wish they would just do away with the war on drugs, do away with the DEA, get rid of it all, and uh, just, you know, leave it up to uh, 
you know, the individual, if, if, if you want to go and, you know, shoot heroin, well, you have personal accountability you have to deal with on that, you know, when you overdose and die. Right. It's, uh, it's no problem. Now, um, one, one of the festive, uh, you know, we're coming up on, you know, what was it? Election year coming up. So we'll, uh, you know, he'll be uh, pandering to the people he needs to pander to. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it, it is interesting timing to see this, but you know, there have been school districts that, you know, receive like $92 million from the state government via pot tax money, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you tax it just like you do alcohol and you just found a whole new world of funding. So just, so just like the, Hey, let's, let's put toll plazas in and we'll charge just a little bit of money for people to drive on the road and we'll use that money to fix the roads. So you go ahead and tell America what our roads like are up here. Oh, don't even get me started on toll booths. I, this, I this hate toll booths. You see, this is the same argument for the toll booths and for the, the road taxes. It, it's Yeah, they're going to get revenue, but you, you, you really think they're going to use the revenue for what they're supposed to use it for? Right, and that's... If they're yeah, using it to fund the public school system, like that would be one thing if, if they said, okay, we're going to allow pot to be legal in New York state and all tax money is going to be, you know, all revenue and you know, whatever we get in tax money goes back to your local school district. No, I would be completely okay with that. Kill the public school system. Well, yes. I'm saying before they kill the public school system, give it a bunch that's of gonna money. Take time. Of course. I'm I'm with you. Kill yeah. the public school system. Mm. Um, no. I mean, I uh, would I love my my taxes go up twenty two percent as a district per year because of school taxes. How about this? I'm, I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired of people. You know, really, hey, hey, let's do this, and we can fund better schools, or let's do this, and we can put it towards education. How about let's let's screw the education, screw all these kids, forget about it. Your all right. How about let's take that money and let's pay our EMS people and let's pay our fire people and let's pay our police what they freaking deserve for what we do. Yeah, but we're not idea. even an essential service yet. So don't yeah, then maybe we need to be. <laughs> well, Gee, we do need to be. I just yeah. want more money. So here's here's a here is a a I, I cannot honestly believe that it came out of Chuck U. Schumer's mouth because this this quote makes so much sense. He should say it across the board to everything that he's against. But uh, I quote, if smoking marijuana doesn't hurt anybody else, why shouldn't we allow people to do it and not make it criminal? End quote. Okay. Why can't, if I own a gun, why are you coming after it? Like this literally can be applied to every single argument. The left has. Well, heroin, you're only hurting yourself. So why can't they do it? I, I'm I'm okay with it. If you want to off yourself with heroin, have at it. Well, that's my and, point, and I'm going to say one one terrible thing that I've been saying for years is you off yourself. You know, being drunk in a car, one more like one less mouth to feed. You know, you made a choice. You were an idiot. Sorry that that's. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's the same thing mm -hmm. as if I want to eat twelve Big Macs per day and end up going to have an MI. I die. That was my choice. Like I have to live with it. You should be able to do the same thing. 
problem is the way things are set up now is we end up paying for it. Well, yes. And that, that's the big problem. Um, but now, so onto a, onto a little bit more serious topic. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard, uh, as of yesterday, like I said, since we're filming this on a Tuesday, uh, yesterday, the, uh, the Toronto truck attack, um, I believe it was 10 killed, uh, 15 injured. I'm, I'm pretty positive on those numbers. Um, this Jack wagon actually rented a rider van and decided to plow it in. Yeah. This was in, you know, Toronto, Canada decided to rent a, a rider van and plow it into a bunch of people. Um, I actually just doing the research found out his motive behind the whole thing. I guess as of yesterday, they didn't know a motive. Um, today they found a, uh, a Facebook post, um, which I will bring up so I can read it to you guys because it's actually kind of interesting. Um, yeah. this guy of course was a psychopath. Yeah. But apparently it was all sexually oriented. Um, so the Facebook post reads, and, and I'll decipher some of this, and I have no idea about some of the other stuff, but it says uh, private recruit in parentheses, um, his name, which I'm not giving out, uh, infantry triple zero one zero, wishing to speak to Sergeant 4chan, please. A bunch of numbers. The incel rebellion has already begun. We have overthrown all of the Chads and Stacys. All hail the Supreme Gentleman, Elliot Roger. Now let me decipher what I figured out from that. Um, incels are apparently a person who is involuntarily celibate. So I guess the, the easiest way to say that is like you go to a bar you're rejected because you're either an idiot or whatever and you don't get laid. I, I don't, yeah. maybe there's a medical condition. I don't know. I don't, he didn't go into further details. That's all I found out. Um, chads are apparently men who are not rejected, but are sexually active. So they're the good guys. They're the ones that can get laid. And apparently well, Stacy's ballot when he didn't poke it through all the way. <laughs> Um, and apparently Stacy's are the women, the terrible women who reject these men. Right. Um, so this dude apparently was horny and angry and decided to run over a bunch of people because he couldn't buy a gun in Canada. So I'll, I'm going to put this message out there right now, especially to all you Canadians. If any of you up there are feeling rejected and you, you, you need a little release, Write us. Let us know. We'll wire you like 10 bucks. Go get a handy in the back alley. Don't kill people. I'll just send them uh, a will, link to porn or something. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not going to be sending like 10 bucks to any Canadians anytime right? soon. <laughs> I'm sure they have moose porn. Uh, what? I'm, not even, I'm, not, I'm turning the subject way far left from moose porn. So, um, but I mean, really, it's nothing to be joking about because... Um, and I know all three of us like to make light of terrible situations with humor and, and EMS bad humor at that. But um, it, 
it's it's one of those things where it is extremely difficult in Canada to purchase a firearm. Right? I know. It's it's like what? And and the funny thing is is I haven't heard other than oh we feel sorry for these people oh we feel sorry our prayers and our thoughts are for these people from the people on the left in the, in this country. I mean, where's well, the outcry? Is it probably tra- still trying to figure out whether or not checks. Armalite manufactured the truck? So if they found out Armalite man- manufactured the truck, then, you know, then they'll be all over it like stink on shit. But uh, th- that was a joke about the Air 15. I'm sorry. I, I got it. I got uh, it. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got to make sure it had bump bumpers, you know, um, all that good stuff. Well, yeah. I don't know. But, Kyle, but, what but, do you- the joke is if you're going to kill somebody, you don't need a gun. If right. there's a kook on the internet who doesn't know how to give him own self a handy and he's going to go take his frustration out on the world and he can't get a gun, he's going to use a truck. He's going right. to find some means. So it's not a gun. What's the, what's the term for someone who's voluntarily celibate? Uh, incel. No, that's involuntarily celibate. Oh, I'm sorry. What was the other one? What Volunt- were you looking for? Voluntarily celibate. That's the term. Volsa? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just wondering because that's what I am, I guess, whatever that would be. Yeah. Yeah. But you're just a gentleman. I guess it's being gentlemanly. Um, I think it's <laughs> not wanting to end up with a crazy girl again. <laughs> that's what it is. I don't think it has it. I think I'm just trying to take it slow so I don't almost get arrested or kicked out of my apartment. Yeah. I, and one of the things that I wanted to tie in was it was off of Gerard's point is if crazy wackos want to kill somebody, they're going to find a way. Yeah. And this, this, this whole, you know, restrict guns and restrict firearms from people just shows that people just find something else. Look at London right now. London years ago took away all, all people's pistols and, you know, I mean, they didn't take them away. It's just, it is, Right. You still have them. It is just extremely difficult to be able to keep them and get them in the first place. So what happened? Gun crime dropped. Sure. Violent crime still rose because now people were getting stabbed to death Um, and stabbings went through the roof. So what does the London mayor do now? Oh, no one is allowed to carry a knife anymore. Like you're not allowed to carry a sharp object in public. So knife crimes will go down. Club crimes will go up. I'm just, you know, when does the madness end before these people go, well, when are people just going to start walking around with, you know, no hands and feet? When are they going to start chopping off people's hands and feet? We were joking about before, you know, the new rule will be you have to walk around outside with your hands in your pockets at all times. Yeah, it's it's just, I don't know, it's it's so, it's so bizarre to me. Just tell everyone yeah. to stay off the streets. Well, you know, you know why that is. It's because everywhere else in the world sucks, and the United States is the best country on the planet. You're doing it to annoy me, aren't you? <laughs> Every time I drop an f bomb, he has to like go through this long process of bleeping it out. So he just told me that it takes a lot longer than I realized. So that's why well, I'm dropping so many f bombs. Yeah, yeah. You're so, uh, you're so nice. Um, See- you know, I, I, I like to use this quote from a, there was an old TV show called All in the Family. And if you people out there who are of my age will remember Archie Bunker. And uh, 
Um, I never forget this episode when uh, they were they were arguing uh, gun control in his house with uh, him, Meathead, and his daughter Gloria. And the daughter throws this nice fat statistic at him and says, "Daddy, don't you realize that half of all the crimes and homicides committed in New York last year were committed with guns?" And without missing a beat, Archie turns to her and goes, well, "Would it make you feel any better, little girl, if they were thrown out of windows?" Sums up pretty good right there. And that was from like 1972. Right. Yeah, it's it's just I don't know. It's so crazy. It's so ridiculous. Um, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's actually really sad because you saw this in New York City. Um, you know the guy plowed into the into the people in Times Square. Uh, you saw it in London with the big box truck. I think it was that he plowed over a bunch of people. I mean, it's not a new idea. You know, this guy hey. even says in that post, uh, Elliot Roger, that guy was 22 back in 2014 and he killed six people because in Santa Barbara, because he ran over a bunch of people and then got out, started shooting at him. So, so now here's my question of the day for all you, uh, lefties out there who want to take all the guns away and, and everything. So about a few days ago, there were two cops down in Florida that got gunned down while they were eating dinner. Uh, I didn't hear any outcry. There was no marching in the street for taking the guns away then. What's up? No consistency. No consistency. I mean, I don't yeah. think the left has consistency except for what they're consistent on, yeah. if that makes any sense. <laughs> they are the AFib of humankind. <laughs> uh, that's good. I like that. Um, Kyle, any thoughts? <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a better moral or um, a better uh, comparison, I guess, to lefties and heart arrhythmias. Um, <laughs> Other people would, ex- would heart, understand. I think they're more like cardiac sarcoidosis <laughs> because they just keep growing and growing on the essence of the thing until it can't function anymore and it dies. <laughs> at, at which, I mean, if you look at socialist economies, that's pretty much what happens. They mm-hmm. They just grow and grow and grow until they implode into anarchy and then something else takes over. Yeah. No. So I mean, it's bumps. really, so what I, one of the things that I, I found out literally as we were starting this podcast, it was a, it was a, like a breaking news article. Um, so I'm going to bring it up because we have some time to spare. Um, what do you guys think of California? Just in general, do you like it? No, I think a place to go and visit wouldn't want to live there. Wouldn't want to live there. Okay. I think that them and New York are the cancers of our country. Okay. So if you could, so it, using the cancer reference, mm. usually mm. if you find cancer, you cut it out, right? Yeah. yeah. Would you like to just lop off California? Yeah. And, and everything City. south of New Paltz. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I'd go a little further than New Pulse because there are a lot of lefties in New Pulse. Poughkeepsie. No, because that's equal to – that's actually just south of New Pulse. So you'd want to go to like the green – like the green county, Columbia County line right. um, is where I would where I would lop off New York State and make like New Amsterdam or whatever the heck they want to call it. But, I don't lop off all of California either. I would come – 
I would start at the West Coast, work inland until I hit the mountains, and then just lop it right there. Well, take it off. So, a breaking news story that I found, like I said, while we were just starting this podcast, uh, reads: Cal Exit go gets go ahead to start collecting signatures. Oh, it reads. Advocates who want California to succeed or secede uh, from the rest of the United States were given the green light Monday to begin collecting signatures for their initiative. California's Secretary of State, Alex Padilla, uh, or Padilla, whatever you want to say, announced the, uh, the ballot proposal had been cleared. Um, so with that, um, the, the latest measure would ask voters in 2020 to decide whether they're open to a secession. Um, they have until mid-October of this year to gather 365,880 signatures uh, to get it on the ballot. Um, to California, though, they do have like one of the most... Here we go. Um, is democratically, you know, uh, set up systems for as far as referendums go. Well, so this is interesting. So it says the latest measure would ask voters in 2020 to decide whether uh, to open up a secession discussion. If passed, a second election would be held a year later. So 2021 asking voters to affirm the decision and become an independent country. So by November, 2021, so that's what four, four, three, four years from now, three years from now, Mm -hmm. we might have 49 States enough for the government to be like, Hey, we need a new New York. And then we all get upstate New York. It's 50th state, man. It's all falling into place. Just remember the last time people tried to secede from the union. Uh, Understood. But I'm not going to go to war over losing California. I won't either. (laughs) I mean, really, it it sounds horrible and offensive to anyone, especially if there's any listeners of ours in California. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with no. (laughs) (laughs) There might be some, like one conservative in California. I'm I'm sure they exist. Who has found us. living in an abandoned missile silo. <laughs> who's found our podcast in the deep dark depths of the web and Facebook? You never know. There there could be you uh never know. If if there is someone listening in California, prove me wrong and write a comment or something on one of our videos. I'd like to like to see it. I I'd love to talk to them and see what they think because I know how hard it is to be a conservative in New York. I mm. I I don't even want to know what it's they like, go through it's, in It's like California. being gay in the 60s. Yeah, like, just like New York, they've got some uh, conservative enclaves. You just gotta find them. Yeah, yeah like you, you know? just gotta like be s- silent about it, and like well, then when you find out, like you meet somebody and they find out that they're a conservative or a Trump supporter, you gotta like take like, st- like uh, step outside and like be like, yeah, man, I totally agree, yeah, and then go back into like where you're where you're having. Well, that's super funny because like didn't uh, I heard something something stupid like Shania Twain. And Kanye both said, like, oh, they're Trump supporters now. 
and we're all of a sudden, like a day later, Shania Twain's like, "No, no, no! I take it back. I don't like Trump. Like, yeah. sorry, the left got to me." Well, I want them to be published, and I want to be invited to all the parties. So, let me just go ahead and toe the line. Yeah, it, it was just—I don't know. It, it's just absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. So, uh, I gotta say, then, well, then that's the case. Then, my brothers and sisters from the South, take note: South shall rise again. Go ahead and uh, get your paperwork together, Alabama. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's funny because it sets a precedent. It really does. I mean, you know, they're, they're doing it. I mean, granted, the South during the, the 18, you know, 50s and 60s did it over political reasons. Their political reasons was their economy. They said, yeah. hey, these guys are trampling on the way we bene- you know, benefit ourselves and our states. And and the union, there was no such thing as the United States until after the Civil War. Like, well, I mean, yeah, because up until that point, I wouldn't go as far as saying there wasn't a such thing as the United States. It was, um, it was more along the lines of each state was its own ship upon the sea. Correct. But we bound together by our constitution to defend each other. Um, and of course, for economic you know, progress. Um, but that being said, yeah, no, the, you know, and, and, and it's funny because when you look back and, and honestly look back at it, you know, some of your fiercest abolitionists were from the South. Um, and some of your most egregious, horrible people. I mean, just people are from the north, right? Um, so, you know, to, the the simplistic version that is being taught to children in schools is, oh, we freed the slaves. That's why we fought slavery. I mean, that's why we fought the Civil War, and it's absolutely not true. Um, I wish we would teach the truth, but you know, just like the uh, the Holocaust, it, it, it's just going to go by the wayside. Eventually, and, uh, I'm thinking it'll go by the wayside because I mean. It's it's showing even now. I, I talked to my 16 year old cousin, and you know she didn't learn about Vietnam. She didn't learn about Korea. You know, I mean they're already just not teaching things. You know, look what they're, te- they're teaching about World War II. Um, you know, World War II. They're going to leave out all the good stuff and go right to. We'll see. America was bad because we dropped those two nuclear bombs, and because we're the only people who ever did that, and we killed all those people, and it was just bad. Right. And, it's like, uh, no, it was a good thing. It ended the war, and it kept another two million people from being killed. Right, and I, I do have to. What on foot would have happened? Right, and I, I must confess that last night I fell asleep watching uh, World War Two documentaries on uh, the military channel, and it was still on, and I didn't even wake up this morning. But my oldest son walked into our bedroom. And climbed in bed, and I didn't like wait. I didn't wake up when when he climbed in bed. So here he is watching like World War II documentaries, and then goes to swim lessons and tells Jess all about how you know this bomb like came out of the plane and blew up this building and caught it on fire and blew up these people. And I'm like, oh great! She comes back and yells at me, and I'm like, what? He's four. He can learn about history, like. He'll be the smartest kid in school. <laughs> yeah, you don't have anything to worry about unless you woke up in the morning and 
find all his dinosaurs lined up in perfect lockstep and him goose stepping around them. Oh, I know. yeah, right. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> that would worry me. Like, oh, 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 dear Lord, you know. Um, At that point, like, do you have to kill your kid? No. No. No, just re-educate at that point. Re-educate. That sounds kind of <laughs> Nazi like of you. Hitler. I wonder where he got bad. it. <laughs> a re-education camp for your son who's acting like a Nazi. Hmm. Like, like, go in and be like, all right, this is what happened. Um, Chamberlain, moron. Churchill, yes. hero. Hitler, bad. Bad. <laughs> Patton, good. Yeah, yeah. Patton, good. <laughs> Um, so we got a couple more minutes and I just want to end with, uh, just you and me, Gerard talked about this, but I didn't actually say anything to, to Kyle, uh, before we started about these two things. I I just want to hear his comments on the lunacy because literally this to me is absolute lunacy. So, uh, did you hear about the... Uh, Indige- Indonesian monkey that uh, PETA got involved with and sued a British photographer in American court? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so apparently a monkey. So this British photographer went to Indonesia to photograph some monkeys. Okay. He let him play with his camera. The monkey mm-hmm. took a selfie because monkey just hit the right button and took a selfie of the monkey okay Peter heard about it got involved and mm. said the monkey has artistic and copyright law rights to that image and should make royalties off of it so then Peter, no 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 it gets better Peter brought it to the united states what does the united states have to do with it because that's where Peter's involved Oh. Absolutely nothing. Right. It has absolutely no, to me, it has zero jurisdiction in this entire thing. First off, it shouldn't even have been brought to a court, and the first judge that heard it should have been like, it's an animal, it has no rights. Right. Period. But And then, and then, and then pull the freaking lawyer, whoever brought it, off the bar. Right. So it apparently made it, of course, to, what's your favorite judicial circuit there, jury? The Ninth Circuit yeah. Court of Appeals. The, the U.S. Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals that, that says, hey, this is one step lower than the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Okay? And finally, all these judges before them said, yeah, this guy's got a case. And then the Ninth Circuit actually did their job and said, no, 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 this is ridiculous. Go away. Go back to Indonesia. But, I mean, seriously, how much time and effort was wasted in this nonsense? Like, I think that there should be, um, uh, I forget what it's called, but a rule where if you sue somebody and you lose, that you have to pay for their legal fees. Oh, I love that. Yeah, because I, I think it idea. would definitely cut back on frivolous lawsuits about a freaking monkey getting royalties from the picture he took with this dude's camera like am i yeah. is like is this real? Like, it is. It is one hundred percent. Are you real. sure it wasn't off of the onion? No. <laughs> Like, are you 100% positive that you're not pulling a Mike Pence? And- I am I am not. This is 100% oh, real. It was, the the photograph was taken in 2011, mm. and it's been in court since. So seven years this has been in U.S. district, some sort U.S. district court. Yeah, I hate PETA. <laughs> 
and I hate anybody who supports the idea that a monkey should make royalties off of like what what is the monkey even gonna get like bananas or something <laughs> they're like they're gonna have to this British dude is gonna have to pay the monkey in bananas like what do they think is Jesus Christ oh dear lord I love it <laughs> See, this is why I wanted to wait till the end to see yeah. if we had time to do this. Uh, like, what is this world coming to? Well, and that's the thing. Like, what is the world coming to when we stop saying to people, no, like, this is the dumbest, stupidest idea you have ever had, and just tell them, no. Like, don't entertain these nutcases. That we go back to what I've been kind of preaching about for many, many years. And, you know, we heard about it for a while there. And then as soon as people get elected, they just suddenly just forget all about it. And it's a thing called tort reform. And I did look things, that up, you know. You know, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful thing we, that people should be screaming about because it would have, it would put a lot of this crap in check. All these frivolous lawsuits, your lawyers would be held to account. Right. If they go bring a frivolous suit, guess what? I mean, because as it is right now, they get paid either way. They don't care. That's why they do it. Uh, in this instance, you know, this wouldn't even come to light because any lawyer would go, hey, wait a minute. They're going to take my freaking license away if I, you know, bring this before a judge. And then they're going to laugh at me and kick me in the ass out the way, on the way out the door. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to bring it. Okay. I don't know. I'm the still just, I'm still. I'm more interested in making the person who loses the lawsuit pay, you know, if they're suing somebody to, uh, you know, have to pay the legal fees because I don't care. Like, I don't care if a lawyer takes a, like he's going to take their money. Like I'm totally cool with that. (laughs) That's capitalism right there. So I don't have an issue with him taking this idiot's money. I just have an issue with this idiot being able to make somebody else have to spend thousands, if not tens of thousands of their own dollars to pay for a lawsuit that is insane. My my first thought when I heard this is first off, what judge when when the guy first brought it up and brought the photographer in as the defendant and then here's this nice slick lawyer in his, you know, two dollar suit walking down with his briefcase holding the hand of a monkey. Walking down. Yeah. Now granted, I don't know if it happened like that, but that's the way I like to envision it because it's ridiculous. It's like, okay, where's where's Mr. Top Hat with a yellow suit and here's Curious George coming up behind me? Like, that's what I think of. This is ridiculous. Where's the monkey, you know, crapped in his hands and threw to the judge? Like, maybe that's why it got passed for so long because the judges were afraid. I don't know. The judges are bored with the same old, same old and said, hey, freaking monkey in my courtroom. I don't, they probably had, it was probably just between PETA and the, the British guy, I would think. Right? Probably. And probably PETA's lawyer, because they're just like a faceless agency of lunatics. Like, if I, I feel like if I was a part of PETA, like We'd I would... kill you? Probably. No, well, okay. <laughs> but I don't think I would show my face in public, like, or at least not, like, say that I'm a part of PETA to people because like PETA's the most ridiculous agency. Well, especially now with the whole or, YouTube shooter thing, you definitely don't want to be like, oh, yep, I'm PETA. Oh, you knew the YouTube shooter. Nope. Different <laughs> section you know, of PETA. That's California. 
That, that was the militant in you, Peter. Yeah, the militant in me. Oh, with that, I have to end it. I just, I can't go on from there. I just would like to interject one last thing, All and right, that is, go ahead. attorney, if you ever see this, do me the do me the honor and do us all as a society the honor of bringing a lawsuit on behalf of Harambe. May he rest in peace. <laughs> Are you one of those Harambe followers, or do you just tickle the? Uh, just you just tickle, tickle it to keep it going. <laughs> I just like to wiggle it a little bit. <laughs> Who, what, what's Harambe? Do you, do you really live under a rock? No, I know what Harambe is. I was just making a bad joke. I've said rock is a yurt. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes a yurt. All right, guys. Like I said earlier, um, the best and most, you know, like awesome way that you could support our channel and, you know, get the information out there to everybody is to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel and the SoundCloud and the Facebook and the Twitter and uh, all the links are, if you're watching the YouTube, are right down below us. Um, every, you know, share and like and comment actually, like, fuel the fire and get the, we're going to coin the phrase, 1787 Army, bigger and better. And, uh, you know, I and we appreciate it, you know, um, to take your time and actually listen to us. And, I mean, we rant on for, what, 45 minutes every single week, so... Um, toodles to everybody who listens so I appreciate that a lot so till next time guys I am Mike Turk for Kyle for Gerard stay strong America <laughs>